is the Extremely Live Podcast. I am here with Kyle Page, uh, independent business owner, soon to be launched, No Remorse Coffee. Uh, We've been uh, chit-chatting on uh, Instagram. We have a mutual friend that brought us together for our... uh, let's say, atypical views of uh, the media narratives and such. And uh, I'm excited to talk to you today. Hey, man, same. Thanks a lot for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. You're you're the exact kind of energy we need. Well, your, your guests so far, they've been, uh, you know, Bitcoiners. Yeah. And they've been, uh, you know, how do I say, not total maniacs. So... You I've know, been I've I've been changed. pleasantly surprised. Oh, you want to change? Is right. that what you said? <laughs> yeah, that's gonna. Yeah, well, your 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 reputation for your your style of guests is about to change. <laughs> hey, that's good. It takes all kinds. I've actually been very very pleased. I, I, you know, I started doing this just reaching out to strangers on the internet, uh, and uh, these are people I don't know and. So far, I, I got one more in the bag. Uh, three out of three of just cool, normal people, which I'm I'm quite pleased with. I would definitely say that about your first two guests. Um, <laughs> I mean, me only knowing like a little sliver about you, and then not knowing anything about who your guests are. Again, they're just like typical people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you yourself, you've got a great you know, spoken word vernacular and, and you can really make a conversation interesting, but then your, your guests have been super interesting people. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, yeah. it's, a, it's a good thing that you're doing. Thanks. So right before we started, you, uh, you said, uh, you wanted to say something might piss me off. I want to know. <laughs> oh, I, so, because you're so interesting. Like, I don't want it to turn into like, me interviewing you for like the benefit of your growing listener base so like i'm i'm happy to talk about myself because so so you and i are the same age okay i just turned 37 in in the beginning of june um so and and you'd said in one of your episodes that your kind of awakening moment was the accountability after you'd voted for obama and then all of a sudden you saw like this massive deployment of Marines to the Middle East and the bombings continue and like, and also ratchet up. Yep. And it was my thoughts coming out of your mouth. Yeah. That, that was my exact moment with it. Um, it was yeah. you know, the first presidential election that we had uh, voted on. And um, you know, what, what was McCain? Cause I'll, I'll ask you, cause no one else remembers this, but I, I, I have such a good feeling you're going to remember this. Oh boy. What, what was two of McCain's, you know, kind of slogans throughout his campaign trail? Oh, God. Uh, was it one Bomb, 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 Moran? That song he them, did? <laughs> one of them, one of them he borrowed from his, the from W. Oh, God. And they even wrote this into Terminator Salvation, starring Christian Bale. <laughs> I'm embarrassed to admit I don't remember. Fill me Stay in. Stay the course. Oh God! You don't you're remember right. those words? Stay the Stay course. Stay the course. I mean, John Stewart. Like every every intellectual. Like as soon as as soon as W would utter the words "Stay the course," mm. everybody, me included, you know, we all lost our minds. Right. And um and so the moment and and Obama's kind of slogan for the campaign trail was "No more stupid wars." Mm. So two weeks in. And he deploys, it was 30K, just Marines. It's insane. I was like, I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. 
what, what what do you think because that's not the norm most people are still under the impression that barack obama is the kindest sweetest most amazing president ever to exist like what what brought you to that realization like what do you think it is because that that i think is the biggest difference between most people yeah so for me i've I've done a lot of thinking about it and it's really just the difference of are you somebody who can decide like what answer you want for the problem and what answer is going to get a result Mm. and so there's a lot of people out there who they stick with like Oh, no, 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 no. I read this article. It said that cookie dough and pizza are like optimal fat loss foods. I'm just <laughs> going to stick with it. So it's like, sorry, but that's the answer that you want. It's not yeah. the one that's going to get you a result, you know? So um, it's fear of changing your worldview, like having well, to admit that like your political party is just as capable of evil as the other one. That's a massive part of it. But moreover, it's a lot easier to sell somebody than to get them to understand that they've been sold. Mm, That's yeah. it. Like, and I've worked sales jobs. So like I've, I've worked sales jobs where like you are 100% manipulating people out of their money. I mean, Ugh. for, for, for a great product, like <laughs> I, I sold, I, I just, just full disclosure, I sold exterior remodeling materials. So doors, windows, all sorts of stuff. I, I, closed on a house down here in Austin. I outfitted my whole, my whole own house with all this stuff. And, you know, we're anyways, didn't sell anything and anybody anything they didn't need. But like, you know, when you haven't heard of a company at 3 p.m. in the afternoon and then I show up at 530 in the afternoon and at 8 p.m. I'm laying off a price for like, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars. Mm. Um, you know, you have to be able to build a certain amount of trust in a very short amount of time. Right. That people have heard you and listen to you and they trust you and they they know that they need something done right and um and, and it's like once you you learn those tactics and you're able to look at you know the the corporate news media whoever talking their their shtick you just see right through it right you know and and i mean i also had the benefit of like my mother was a master manipulator as well so it's like <laughs> By the time I was, you know, 15, I could look at somebody in any sort of a discussion or argument, be it like a teacher at school or, you know, a friend's parent, be like, hey, you're, you're saying this because you want this reaction. Uh, and, then, yeah. and then I'm supposed to be in a corner in a box thinking this. And hmm. so I'd like deconstruct the argument in front of them and then they'd lose their mind. <laughs> <clears throat> That's interesting. Yeah. What was that like having a like manipulator in an evil way? Well, what, what are we talking about here with your mom? My mom's got evil genius syndrome. Ah. Uh. Um. So yeah, when from from a really young age, probably from when I was like nine, I looked at both of my parents and I was like, I don't want anybody to see me the way I look at you for these reasons, and I don't mm. want anybody to see me the way I look at you for these other reasons. And um, you know, I, it's funny I was. <laughs> I was in the hiring process. I got all the way to an offer of hire with Texas um, State Police when I first moved down here. But they didn't like answers like, who raised you? And I would say, my record collection. (laughs) They they didn't like, why didn't you join the military? I'm like, because by the time I was 11, I'd seen every episode of the X-Files and listened to every Black Sabbath song there is. (laughs) 
So <laughs> yeah, that's it's like yeah you know. that that doesn't sound like uh good orders orders taker uh answers right right so you know um uh, uh I, I had a lot of freedom as a kid because i lived so long with, with my mom uh after the divorce and uh, i was really lucky to have a, a positive influence in the neighborhood there's where'd you grow up i grew up in connecticut like oh, okay. northern north like small horse boarding community on the western mass line of connecticut and uh, i had this kid in the neighborhood who was like a teenager i was you know nine years old he was like 14 15 and he got me into straight edge hardcore music <laughs> and like that whole um cultural um pocket of like affirmation positive influence you know your 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 friends and and be the strongest you know most clear-minded individual that you can be mm. um and just screw what people think you know bring bring positive energy into the world t- turn negativity into something that builds you up doesn't break you down all that stuff um and you know i i've run with that my whole life um i broke edge when i turned like 31 just to like sip some nice whiskey and have a cigar in the backyard with my dog listening to you know a podcast or a gun review or something <laughs> um but but yeah gr- growing up in that uh that that scene and that environment you know it, it really shaped the rest of me mm-hmm. um you know as did like a lot of the movies and stuff that i was watching like i always admired the guy who like sacrifices himself <laughs> to the monster in the horror movie so that like his friends can get away maybe yeah. you know um, like I, I always liked those, those types of strong characters that, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're for a cause, you know, the right. noble warrior type person. Totally. Um, but I'm not into Bitcoin, so I'm not fighting on that front. Um, <laughs> and I know, I know we can't do this without talking about Bitcoin, like why I didn't get into it. Um, I am curious. I don't, so, I won't try and sell you. I'm not like psycho about it. I'm sold on it. I'm yeah. sold on it. It's just that it's just that I, you know, I'm I'm one of these people who's like decidedly uh, that I've missed the boat on it. Oh, I don't um, believe that, especially right now. Come on, man, it's down so fucking low. What 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 are we talking? Is it like five hundred bucks for it, a Bitcoin? Uh, you don't you know you don't have to buy a full Bitcoin, right? But I would like to. Oh yeah, of course. I'm, I'm count. So here's the thing. <laughs> like I'm I'm obsessive. I go all in on stuff. Right. It's like one of the reasons that I could never do partake in any kind of substance abuse. Cause I know I just like, Grrr. yeah, yeah. All in. And, um, so yeah. Uh, uh, what, what, what are we at? What are I, we I think it's, uh, well, here it is right here. It's 21,600 for a full okay. Bitcoin. That's wow. down from an all time high of 69,000 to give you a, an idea of how much it's on sale right now. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, you don't have to buy a full. I, 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 I see that you don't believe this, but a lot of people who don't own Bitcoin think you have to have a full Bitcoin. Like you have to drop, drop the whole, uh, the whole uh, load up front. But um, no, nah, man. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're, I was, I had the sense. Cause you sent a clip that was like some guy being like, "Bitcoin's going to zero." And oh, I'm like, that's Dan Pena. You don't know uh, yeah. who he is? No, no. I, I feel oh, like I've he's... seen that clip before. 
maybe it's i i would imagine that it, it would have made its rounds within yeah. uh, your community but um so uh that guy's dan pena long story short he knows money right and, and um my good friend who is a bitcoiner and a 3d printer if you know oh, cool. what I, and i think you do mm. um he, um there's apparently like this big buzz that the government actually yeah. started bitcoin yes to, i've heard this to, as well yeah to separate people from their money and then tank it you know not unlike the very you know uh analog version of the controlled demolition mm. on our economy that we've seen since 2020 dude it's it <sighs> the fact that it feels like every decision they're making is on purpose to destroy the value of the dollar is kind of it's freaking me out like with this whole thing with ukraine where they well, literally how are you privy to this though for for like money printing the idea of money printing being bad and modern monetary theory being bullshit mm -hmm. Which is for anyone listening, it's just mm -hmm. literally academics being like, you can print as much money as you want and it will have zero negative effects. Yeah, to uh, which my answer is always, then why doesn't beach sand hold the same fucking value yeah, as gold? Yeah, exactly. And also, how are you ignoring every example in history that has shown that that's not the case? Yeah, or uh, even or even Spain after you know all their conquests, they had so much gold that inflation hit. Oh, wow. Not a lot of people know about that one. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. So I wasn't in that kind of a mindset, honestly, until probably once they started printing trillions at a time, I'm like, this can't right. be good. Like, yeah. I've never heard the number trillion come out of a, a politician's mouth So you're talking like 2012-ish, 2010? I would say... I started paying attention to actual like mo money and economics in tw uh, 2008 when everything went to hell. Okay. I was reading Matt Taibbi. He was writing about how the banks work, how uh, the whole housing market exploded and all the... How about, how about Ron Paul? Are you a Ron Paul guy at all? I really liked what Ron Paul was saying when he was running. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that makes me Fiscal a libertarian or not. His, that was his big thing. Fiscal yeah. cliff. Yeah. yeah. So I had like... I had like moments of paying attention uh, and like tuning into it and being like, that sounds correct to me, but uh -huh. I didn't really like dive in and, 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 and really do the research. I would say until probably a couple of years ago, to be honest, like maybe two or three years ago, I finally started really reading and uh, listening to people who were t saying, just talking about it at all because no one in media is talking about money printing or the state right. of anything. They right. it, try to obscure that kind of thing as much I, as possible. I think I sent you a link uh, to what's her name talking about it. Blonde woman. I think she was in the Senate. She was a prosecutor uh, in, um, in a bunch of big cases as well. Um, something, something, Austin, Jen, Catherine, Jean, Austin, or something like that. I'm butchering. Uh, I'll take a look. I'll, I don't, I don't think I saw that. Maybe I'll, I missed I'll get it. it to you. I'll get it to you afterwards. But like, um, yeah, I found her and, um, or refound her. Cause she was talking in 2020 about this whole paper trail of like places that were it's inside cities that were experiencing the most amount of destructive damage. Mm. Uh, during the Blantifa riots, and it was all it was all places where like 
you know, bank cartels wanted to bring down the real estate value. Oh, and then, man. And then shell companies that they had were buying it all up, like, immediately. Um, no, don't even don't even worry about, you know, go, go ahead, take your insurance money. You know, we'll pay whatever you're asking for this place. You don't have to rebuild your business. Just, you know, you, you don't even want to be in the city anymore. Yeah. Look what they just did to you. Ugh. That sort of stuff is, you know, the, the offers that they're making people. Um, but, yeah, the, uh, the the whole systematic thing. And, and this is what I love saying to, to Trump supporters is like, you know, don't you know that, you know, he campaigned on auditing the Federal Reserve for like, you know, a little bit there. It wasn't like one of the, the top, uh, you know, campaign platforms but it was all business as usual yeah. and he was on pace and he was on pace to be the third consecutive president to uh double the national debt yeah. and and it's like you know even though even though obama had all the programs and all the handouts and all the foreign aid and all the da, 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 trump and w bush were the only presidents that i remember issuing out stimulus checks totally you know, it's like, oh, great. This is going to be awesome. Who who else is getting money and how much? Yeah. Oh, my if, God. If I'm, if I'm getting if I'm getting what was it? It was like eight or twelve hundred dollars with uh, with W. And then it was like twelve to sixteen hundred with with Trump. It's like then what are yeah. conglomerates and companies? And Who's like getting that? the eight to twelve million dollar right. check? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's God. just. Yeah. So. Um, so my thing with Bitcoin is I'm ultimately, if things go the way that I think that they're going to go, um, then what's really going to be, uh, currency is going to be also America's original voting ballot. It looks like that. <laughs> okay. So, uh, for the listeners, he held up a bullet, <laughs> uh, in this book that I'm writing, <laughs> The main guy has been predicting some stuff, you know, not far, far out, but like, for example, this guy at the uh, beginning of, um, of, of COVID, uh, when he saw people fist fighting for toilet paper and hand sanitizer, but, you know, in central Texas, gasoline was like $2 and 13 cents a gallon. So he went and he stockpiled gasoline. Because he already had toilet paper and stuff at home, um, and then ended up, uh, you know, uh, s- saving a few bucks a year or two later when when gas started <laughs> going through the roof. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I knew I knew that something was going to happen with all the leaps and bounds that like the private sector was making mm. under Trump. I was like, something's going to happen, and all this is going to get reversed, the flip of a switch. I don't know what. Yeah, I don't I don't know if it's going to be, you know, some some massive crisis with China. I don't know if it's going to be an act of war or I don't know if it's going to be one of these diseases that they got. Um, <laughs> my favorite musician ever predicted a lot of the stuff. This guy named Glenn Danzig. <laughs> um, he was on Jonesy's jukebox, the, the, the guitarist from the Sex Pistols. And um, in 2017, he was talking about how, you know, the government's got like loads of viruses and stuff that can just kill people or make (laughs) them sick or just drive up, you know, um, you know, stockholders, uh, uh, you know, portfolio for for vaccines and medications and stuff. And uh, lo and behold, you know, my wife's also a scientist. So 
you know, she confirms like all this shit, you know, that's cool. I can't, can't talk about exactly what she does and the people that her company is client to, but it's enough. (laughs) It is interesting that pre pre COVID it was the norm and the talking point that the left hated big pharma thought they were corrupt, disgusting. And that, disappeared in in uh, oh isn't it weird yeah same thing with julian assange yeah you know you you, yeah. you and i remember holding hands with everybody uh you know talking about the latest WikiLeaks and our outrage about the w administration totally. and then as as, you know it's it's it, but but that's the thing it's like if in the face of facts you hold on to your opinion you're not a good person you're a fanatic yeah that's it and like you know, I'm I'm not a religious person. I'm spiritual, sure. Um, you know, is there is there a higher power, a higher being, creation? All, I'm open to a lot of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But you got to think and acknowledge that you know Hitler was an atheist, and um, you know Stalin and all they're atheists, staunch atheists, because they want people to worship the state. Yeah, you know, so and they so. Are. They, yeah, exactly. They totally are. Like it's... the squad, the squad is, you know, uh, like, like, like supposed to have this like sanctimonious, you know, level of, of worship. Totally. Before, you know, before them. It's, um, it's and then creepy. The, and, the same, and the same thing with, with, you know, the repubs and Trump, you know, like when, when I talk about how, um, you know, I, I call him Dan McCain so much. I forget his last name. The Navy SEAL. with oh, the, the Crenshaw. Bachelor. Yeah. Crenshaw. <laughs> You know, I, dude, I, I know a lot of combat vets, like special operators and stuff. And like, I was at a cigar lounge with a guy who's like, you know, run operations with Crenshaw's buddies. And one of his closest friends is the guy who saved Crenshaw's life after he got blowed up. And, um, you know, when I'm sitting there, I'm like, look, I could high five the guy till it hurts. You know, I'd love to go to a range with him you know, whatever. But when it comes to his voting record, that's what I'm most concerned about, dude. And like this, this, you know, Navy operator who I'm hanging out with, he didn't know like fuck all about it. Of course. But, but he's still pissed at me (laughs) because like, you know, I've got, I got an opinion. Um, yeah, that's how it works. Yeah. Yeah, man. It is bizarre that the average, it seems at least to me that the average person has, yeah, replaced like God and the idea of a higher power with literally just right. worshiping the U.S. government. Right. Which yeah. is psycho. Yeah. 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 No, I, I totally, I'm, I'm totally right there with you. Um, but that's that's what they need, you know. Mm. Um, it, craziness. Yeah. I, I, just like I, the I love- fear of the unknown. You think drives people to like, I need a stable secure something to latch my fears onto like my, they will my make thing, it okay my thing of it is this like you go you dial dial your mindset all the way back to the US revolution for independence right those guys had so much to risk you know their their farms are getting burnt down you know their their families were getting arrested and interrogated like brute force you know mm. all, all sorts of of unspeakable stuff at the hands of this authoritarian oppressive monarchy um today 
not only are people so much softer because you got to think like, like right now, you know, central heating and air conditioning in your home is <laughs> an extremely new amenity. Mm -hmm. Right. And like back in the revolution times, it's like, they didn't have insulation in their places. Like, you know, yeah. you, you had a fire or you had your home built up off the ground high enough where you could have sheep and goat packed in underneath. So that way they're, collective body heat bled through the floorboards <laughs> that's crazy I didn't so know that. yeah i mean that, that that's how it was done in the village where my family's from in, in italy and i'm talking about just you know not even a hundred years ago yeah you know it's like the dark ages up there on, on montebro where, where <laughs> my family's from um so uh, uh so you think about that and then you just consider that today we live with the highest level of amenity and easement of life that there possibly could be. So not yeah. only are people not mentally and especially physically capable of, of actually uh, confronting adversity and mm. oppression and mm -hmm. like the very real way that it needs to be done, mm -hmm. not, you know, super gluing your hands to pavement, like climate alarmists are doing across Europe. <laughs> um or or making you know posts or trying to like brainwash kids into like rejecting their their born gender um <laughs> or 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 handing your money to the nra like so many lame treats do you know <laughs> that that'll do it i got a guy yeah. motherfucker you don't have a guy because like i sit here like in texas and i used to be anti-gun right and um you know three months of living in new york city which i was there for like over a decade will cure you of that uh, <laughs> if you have a brain and um and so you know I, I testify in support of the second amendment down here all the time and like uh, you know I'll, I'll wear like a pro second amendment shirt of some nature and somebody will, will be like you know oh yeah i'm all the way with you with that i'm like i'm like cool awesome um were you at the state capitol recently you know testifying for constitutional carrier like you know to, <laughs> to combat any of the the gun grabs that are oh i got a guy for that i'm like no you don't. <laughs> Uh, I'm like, it's 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 on you, dude. Like, so, yeah. so so lame tree. It's really uh, they they totally blow my mind with that stuff. Where where they're like super fast to pass the buck. You know, mm -hmm. my dad was a guy who turned me off of conservative politics because he was like just one of those blindly obedient. You know, W. Bush is the best president we ever had, guys. Mm -hmm. And when he came down to visit me uh while texas legislator was in session i'm like look i know you're only in town for a couple days like we're gonna hang out but you're coming with me to the state capitol because i gotta testify on some bills like i'm a lead activist for gun owners of america texas and he's like all right cool so we're, we're driving we, we drive in there and gorgeous state capitol that we have he's like you know i haven't been to the connecticut state capitol since i was on a field trip in middle school. Now keep in mind, like it's a 30 minute drive door to door. My dad has worked out of and around Hartford, Connecticut forever. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker. That's why I had to move to shit ass Texas just to keep more <laughs> of my paycheck and decide if I needed more than 10 bullets to defend my life. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm, and, and I can't start a business in Connecticut cause I'm going to get punished for any level of success or, or ownership. Yeah. I'm like, you sat on your ass. So, <laughs> So it's it's the easement of life thing. Um, the same reason why, you know, obesity levels just keep going up and up and up and up and up, you know, all of it. Um, that that's really why nothing's really going to change. Yeah. Um, you know, so, some of the guys that, that are most ser in serious denial of this stuff 
are combat vets. Mm. Um, I'd like to name the guy, but I'll just say that like he's a very <laughs> he's a very famous uh, combat vet. He's got a, a, a really successful company where he makes uh, things like you know body armor. Um, he does loads of training. Anyways, he hears somebody talking about like the actual state of where America's at right now, and he gets so pissed off. This is a guy who lives in Arizona. Hmm. It's like, motherfucker, are you trying to act like you don't know what's going on at your border and that it is a whole like set up thing between like your state, your federal government to make this invasion happen <laughs> and bring all this like this this hellacious stuff over and then when you want to talk about voting it's like i i wish that voting really counted but I with know. electronic voting like all the ballot harvesting stuff that we're seeing get exposed from like you know project veritas and stuff like that and and and, and whitney webb um and like real independent journalism and whistleblowers and, and you name it i mean come on like because they just want to sit there and say oh we'll just vote vote what like like you yeah. don't even know who's on your on your on your local board of education dude and you got totally. kids yeah like, i i'm i'm just as guilty of that is my as well like not knowing the local people not not but i'm with you in that i'm not convinced any of these fucking people running will do anything different than what is already or be happening in. Or, or be allowed again. in yeah or be allowed in totally. i mean it's like I mean, the it's, fact it's, that Democrats viciously fight to keep third parties off ballots is insane. Did you see that like text uh, bot that was going out being they apparently got a list of like people who signaled they were going to go independent and uh, like all these people got like a move on dot org style text being like, hey, we noticed you're thinking about voting independent. That helps Republicans. Will you please switch back to Democrat? Like, yeah, dude, it's, yeah, no, it's evil. It's, it's yeah, it, it's insane. Um, uh, uh, you know, I voted Gary Johnson in 2016. Um, his speechwriter was a friend of a friend. I got to meet Gary and Bill, um, you know. But it's just that they won't be allowed to. The same thing with like Bernie Sanders, you know. Yeah. Uh, I've I've got I love hearing Bernie talk. Yeah. I love hearing him point out all the issues and the problems. I just come to a screeching halt when he starts talking about his proposed solutions. I know. I mean, in, in, yeah. in a nutshell, with Bernie, you know, he exposes and points out like the inherent greed of men, mm -hmm. and you know, self interest, special interest, this and that. And it's like, okay, so instead of castrating that stuff, castrate the bull, right? Mm. Instead of castrating that stuff, he's like, no, we need more power in, <laughs> in, and we need to merge, you know, industry and government. And it's like, what? <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> like, no. Uh, yeah. It's, there's like no, well, me and my friends just, the thing we keep coming back to is there are no fucking leaders in this country. And I think in the world, like I, I don't think anyone in any other, other country is being like, yeah, we got it figured out. We actually have people who know what they're doing and are, 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 are leading us in the right direction. I think everyone yeah. is feeling this at the same time. It's, it's just, and it makes sense. When... Cause they're all on the same fucking team in Davos 
literally getting their talking points and then going out and enacting identical policies. The fact that Build Back Better was coming out of the mouths of a hundred different leaders of countries all at the same time. And fucking Joe Biden is pretending he made it up. Like people need to wake the fuck up. It's I, depressing. Well, the thing the thing is, is that um, people have three choices to respond to all that just emphatic stuff. You know, mm. it's you're going to be in just total bold face denial about it. OK, which is one. And we've we've all seen that <laughs> um, people are going to accept it, but they're going to make excuses about it. Mm-hmm. I'm I, like, I have a I lot of friends. That's where they're at there. Dude, a German Jew who I'm buddies with down here, you know, I'm showing him this stuff and he goes, look, man, the total enslavement of people like you and me underneath like a ruling class and 1%, it's going to happen. So just, you know, it's it's just, just, just be happy that it's not going to be all the way there in your lifetime. And I'm like, dude, I had a lifetime. (laughs) I have a lifetime because of like, thousands and thousands of years of evolution where my ancestry avoided death and enslavement Mm -hmm. from everything from like, you know, cold element freezing to death to starvation to, you know, uh, uh, warring village raiders, you name it. Yeah. And I'm going to get to this point where like, you know, I lived to see, you know, that like girls shaving their, their pussies becomes fashionable, (laughs) you know, and, and, uh, you know, like, like, you know, eating ass is like an awesome thing. Like I get to live it now. And I just want to like throw that all away for my kid and my, my grandkids. No. Yeah. The, no. the lay down like, and accept it energy is very, very strong with the average yeah. person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's like, uh, so, and, and then the third choice, the third choice is like, where do these motherfuckers live? Yeah. Well, Our you're seeing are, that in Sri Lanka you, right now. Do you see these yeah. videos? Exactly. Yeah. Your, your rights are not being stolen. They're being killed for, by people who have names and addresses. A hundred percent. Like, I, it'll get to that place. There's a saying that I, I love. I can't remember who said it, but every country is three missed meals away from a revolution. Exactly. Exactly. Like, like when, yeah. When, well, um, when, when, when COVID first happened, and I know that you took it, <laughs> talked about like the, the beginning days of it with one of your guests, but when COVID happened and, you know, people are fist fighting for toilet paper and hand sanitizer you know, nobody really knew like what the implications we, all we saw was like cell phone video of like people like just getting bodied, like just yeah. dropping in the middle of the street, like doing a face <laughs> plant, like plank man challenge, but they didn't mean to. And, and, um, and so, uh, uh, I sold like all of my guns except for that, the, the ones that my wife and I could carry out the door. Right. And I was like rationing my training ammo so then that way, like, if we had to bug out, like, I could have what's called a combat loadout. So, like, you've only got 300 rounds on you. Like, what you can actually, like, run and climb up and over, get over a wall with on you. Because, yeah, because all these, like, boomer prepper idiots who, like, their waistline is insane and their <laughs> blood pressure is garbage. And, 
and all that like they sit there they like oh yeah i own 50 guns it's like can you hold them all like can you shoot any one of them good like you know is is any one of them like an actual endurance tested weapon um and, and and like what are you gonna do with all that ammo like you're you're stocking up shit for other people to take from you totally that's hilarious that's all, that's all that it is so like for, you're for me, creating an happens. ammo depot for someone else to fucking snatch yeah, that's yeah exactly yeah Dude, yeah you're you're, you're you know like somebody had said to me the other day they're like oh yeah get an armored vehicle with this and that and then that way you can just hold i'm like so you just want to be a rolling walmart for when <laughs> for when like there's just i mean a down tree like are you gonna have a chainsaw in there like you, you, in a bug out kit like you honestly do need a chainsaw that's um, great but they're uh, like building the turtle van from ninja turtles like with like oh, oh that. I, I can't believe you just said that so <laughs> this is where we're like we're really kindred spirits okay? yeah, apparently so so um during covid wear a mask everywhere right this was my mask <laughs> casey jones hell yeah brother right that's great i like the i voted sticker on it i voted for chaos yeah yeah so so you know if if things really go sideways like i am assuming this guy is my you know my my, um mad max end of the world that's amazing i love that yeah it's it was cool like every now and then somebody would get it they'd like i'd be in the grocery store and like somebody who like maybe worked there would be like Casey Jones, <laughs> and, like, and then like I I cosplayed as him a couple times in New York City, and like one time I was walking up to the the, the Halloween parade, and this cop like you know the the big heavy duty metal barricades, yeah yeah, this cop and like his two buddies they're like yo Casey Jones over here, and they like, they opened up the barricade for me, said I. For easement to get to the parade. That's amazing. So I was like, right this way, Casey. And I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, he's like, uh, he does have that kind of same place in my uh, heart, like Batman, or he's a, he's a cool character for sure. Yeah. Just a guy who's like sick of the bullshit and grabbed a bat and a hockey stick and he's going to go yeah. fix things. Yeah, he's, he's, he's going to do the right thing, but he's not going to deny you know, uh, genetically programmed human instinct (laughs) that like, okay, like it's my corrupt city prosecutor that got these guys out of jail the last three times, come back into my neighborhood and be slinging drugs and raping people. So, I mean, what else can I do? I can't, I'm not going to lock them up and feed them forever in the basement of my mom's apartment building. (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna knock this guy's brains out of his fucking head with this cricket bat. Uh, that's so, great. Yeah, Casey's the man. That like that that started a whole thing with like you know interest in redheads as well. April O'Neil. Oh. Like, <laughs> to know to know that Casey was getting in there, it's like all right. But I gotta see what it's like. I never, yeah, I'm super counterintuitive of my look. Like I stayed like a BMX riding you know, straight edge punk kid. Uh, I was just like obsessed with horror movies and stuff. Um, That's great. You know, I, I will say a lot of like straight up, like pretty programmed Democrat voter types in New York city are talking. I need to buy a gun, which is, I've never seen that before. 
I'll do you one better. I'll do you one better. So like, as you know, previously mentioned, I'm a major second amendment, uh, mm. activist. Um, and, and, uh, I take no pleasure in seeing how many company owners and companies, they just, they, they'll, they either don't say or do anything to keep people in the loop on like, you know, Hey, here's a Republican, maybe in your district, who's supporting red flag laws or whatever, which for people who don't know what a red flag law is, it's basically like, if you are somebody who talks in your office or to a therapist or anyone else, like, yeah, I'm thinking of buying a gun. Not even mm. like I want to get an AR and like thousands of rounds of ammo and bad <laughs> and like start training for, you know, like that Kyle guy that I saw on Extremely Live. Um, <laughs> if you just say I want to buy a gun and the person who hears this first or second handed has some agenda in their mind about guns and right. not even about you, they can pick up a phone and send the feds to your place mm -hmm. to take all your shit. And then the, the way as, I heard as it, Trump said, as Trump said about red flag laws, take the guns first, due process later. Yeah. So it's like when, when I'm talking to, you know, the the um, never Trumpers, I'm like, oh, what are your what are your top three, you know, policy based reasons to hate Trump? And they don't have anything. I'm like, well, I'll start. I mean, he's super anti gun. And they go, <laughs> what? I'm like, oh, yeah, he supported red flag laws. He did a 180 on suppressors. He did a 180 on talking about national reciprocity for concealed carry permit holders like da, 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 just go down the list anyway yeah. um but my buddy uh mike maholski who's an owner of sons of liberty gunworks down here in texas um he is an activist and he has been on you know a few panels local news city councils all, all this stuff about guns and gun violence and everything like the, all the questions And so he'll be in a green room or, you know, afterwards, after the debate and, and you know, the, the bloodbath or whatever of, of debate. And he exchanges information, personal information with these local leaders of every town, Moms Demand Action, you name it. When people were fighting for toilet paper and hand sanitizer, his <laughs> phone is ringing a lot. Mm, hey, yeah. Mike, it's Debbie. Hey, Mike, it's Kurt. <laughs> I need a gun, but my gun store is like sold out of stuff or they don't have what I want. Oh, really? What do you want? I need an AR-15 with as many bullets as it can hold, <laughs> full, full blast, fully, you know, I don't even want fully semi-auto. I want fully auto-auto um, and just mail it to my house. Here's my address. And he's like, okay, so again, like you've got absolutely no understanding of the 20,000 laws that are already on the federal books you know that yeah. like i just can't do it right you know um they, yeah they were not calling him up asking for a single shot black powder musket yeah okay. for real and that's where you see like with with uh the left their their values run as deep as a plate of water mm -hmm. as i said all right like to be fair mm -hmm. i think that's both both sides of the opinion right now but yes i yeah. would say the average person has zero actually uh held beliefs it's yeah. whatever the flavor yeah. is that month that year and yeah. the second yeah, like, they're told to flip their opinion they'll do it yeah it's yeah insane. well it's, yeah it's insane. the best the best uh example of that stuff for for both sides is 
you know, everyone who is up in arms about like, uh, you know, limiting entry into the U.S. from uh, <laughs> Middle Eastern countries. Right. Mm -hmm. And you go out and you ask them like, OK, well, I, I work for such and such organization. You make one up. I work for such and such organization and we're just taking down lists of names of people and their addresses of where we can send uh, some some refugees and some migrants. <laughs> and, they go, and you go to you talk to like the pro-life people totally. at the same time. They're like, you know, get rid of abortion, get rid of abortion, get rid of the day after pill, you know. <laughs> And you're like, okay, well, um, I work for such and such adoption agency, and we're looking for people that are going to take some, you know, unwanted, things. some some kids. How many kids do you want in your house? And you go, oh no 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 no, <laughs> yeah. not in my backyard, baby. Yeah, exactly. So it's like that's that's where it's like, yeah, all right. Like there, there's a lot of guardrails today on like where I am with abortion. Mm -hmm. Um, my mom worked at an abortion clinic oh, when I was wow. growing up. And I visited her at work. I don't even remember the context of like how that happened, but you know, it, it's in Hartford, Connecticut, uh, clearly not in a, you know, upper middle-class white neighborhood. Um, it was, and I was in like the upstairs of it. It was, it was, it used to be like a huge mansion when all of Hartford was like just gorgeous and had loads of money with an industrial hub of america mm. um but it, it was it was a a renovated like mansion that was in this now shit neighborhood and i was like in the upstairs attic kind of area which was a break room watching horror movies like all day <laughs> and and every now and then like when i was changing vhs cassettes i'd like run down the stairs to like you know see what my mom's doing and you know i get to see the women who were like yeah, just missed my period, like, or I missed my period, like, X days ago, like, I need to get a pregnancy test, and, like, boom, they instantly schedule the appointment, I'm like, that's, I don't want to say responsible, you know, baby killing, mm. but, like, the, this whole thing where, you know, I saw a picture of a, of a woman who's, like, into her third trimester, and she's got written on her belly, not a human yet yeah i saw that as well it's yeah maybe i sent it to you i don't know but like um you know j just the, the the removal of of self with the stuff so i'm into i'm into heartbeat laws and i'm really into the day after pill and i'm really into whatever it takes for women to gain control over their own body like say mm -hmm. doing simple things like figuring out their schedule their their, their cycle mm-hmm and figuring out, you know, if they really like the guy that they're allowing inside <laughs> the body uh, and figuring out if he's wearing a condom when he's inside their body and figuring out if he blew his bag inside them. Because uh, these are like, I mean, I, I've had sex with I don't know how many women an uncountable number of times. And I, I've got, I have an inhuman sperm count. Like it's actually been checked on. And Total uh, chat over here. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. um uh, uh uh yeah i mean you know my, when my wife and i were, were first trying for a kid you know we get into this conversation well you've had i don't know you're out right, girls you fucked and you don't have a kid running around that's impossible it's you know you probably got a problem so like you know i go to get it checked and i'm sitting there in, in the office and i just pulled out my phone and started to hit record i'm like all right doc so before you read that piece of paper which you're just holding in your hand for the first time ever um what is an average healthy you know sperm count she says it's x th it's this number i'm like okay cool um and what is like comedically high and she's like she rolls her eyes she'd be like 
I'd say 40 million, you know, strong swimmers, like fully mobile, strong swimmers. I'm like, okay, where am I at? And she's like, you're over 70 million. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, okay, so I can get like four girls pregnant today. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I don't know how your fucking load doesn't blow out your wife's back like a shotgun blast, actually. Just like, if I jerk off on the floor, like it, it'll move by itself like like school of fish flubber yeah there you go same color too oh god that's great you know back to Uh, um red flag laws real quick i just want to drop this because uh i think it's an interesting point people have uh been saying it's like uh stop and frisk on steroids but you would be you would be against stop and frisk but for red flag laws doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah. Be, yeah. Because, because um, they want it to go after, you know, people like me, they want it to go after a straight white guy who doesn't think exactly like they think, mm. Um, mm. you know, that, that, that's all that it boils down to. And the same thing with like, you know, other laws that, that Trump got passed, you know, like his, 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 his attack on free speech. Yeah. People don't, a lot of people don't know this, but, Trump introduced the first law against free speech against the first amendment. And that's, and that came on the heels of Ilhan Omar, um, you know, bad mouthing Israel. Uh, One one of the many times that she did that. And, um, and so, you know, all that somebody has to do in the future is white out where it says Israel (laughs) and say like anything, you know, and then Trump also, like a really cool thing, which was like kind of a mic drop thing and a gotcha, whatever to, to the libtards was Trump uh, made the KKK. He listed them as a terrorist organization. Oh, it's yeah. really kind of loosely worded in there. Like, are you, you know, you're a sympathizer, you're a supporter. You're not like a fletchling, you know, honorary member with like the hood and the cloak and you're in your closet. Sure. But, you know, like you're into it. Maybe you're thinking about getting a, a, a four points tattoo, whatever. Um, so somebody can anybody can wipe that shit out and, and like bend it to however they want. Yeah. You know, so. I mean, yeah, I, and, that's that's the thing I don't understand is like everyone calling for like more just more limiting laws in general. It's like, you, yeah, you've you're old enough now to see how yeah. any law can be used in any way to fuck anybody. And I'm, and even like, I still listen to NPR and stuff like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so yesterday at work, I'm listening to NPR and it's, it's interesting because after this shooting in Illinois, the Highland park shooting, they're talking about like, Oh, but like, they just can't deny it. Like how much gun control on top of the 20,000, federal laws that illinois has in place Mm. and the fact that the kid was already on an fbi watch list like he was making these like you know soundcloud raps about how he has his own you know fbi agent which is like a joke that even you know people like you or i make you know Mm. you're you're you know sitting in bed at oh dark 30 and you know you're fiance your wife's in the shower and you know you want to crank one out watching something kind of devious and just wave hi to your to your personal you know nsa guy before you do it or maybe after and um maybe during 
And <laughs> so, yeah, so I can get kid, off. <laughs> so, yeah. So this kid was, you know, really open about that stuff. Yeah. And, and yet Illinois who has red flag laws in place and, and New York does too. Mm-hmm. And like the, the Buffalo shooter was already known to, uh, to law enforcement. And, and everybody's on SSRIs, which not a lot of people know, like, the process of buying a gun. But there's a federal thing, which, which was, you know, uh, supported by and, and, like, co-drafted by the NRA. It's called a NICS form. Mm. And it's, it's a true or false, yes or no thing, like, 12 points. And it ranges from, like, have you ever even been arrested for spousal abuse? Have you, have you ever been on, you know, um, um, under, psych, like, like, close psychiatric care? Which includes, you know, have you been prescribed psychoactive altering or moderating drugs? Right. And the thing is, is like, you know, even people will pop on these things. Like like the shooter from Pulse Nightclub in Florida, mm-hmm. he popped on one of them. And he was also asking about like, you know, level four body armor, which they didn't sell at the gun store. And 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 he, and they the the gun shop they're like, hey, yeah, we just rejected a guy's sale. He's also asking about body armor. He seems like a weirdo. Um, mm. You know, I, I kind of wanted him to eat a ham sandwich while he was here, but he said no. <laughs> so um, uh, uh, he, they, they, they contacted their sheriff's department. Did nothing. Mm. You know, again, back to my buddy Mike, who runs Sons of Liberty Gunworks down in San Antonio. Uh, at one of the things that I went to, he stood up and he talked about how many Nix forms he rejected. And it was like, you know, a stack. And mm. then he called out one of his buddies who owns a gun range slash gun store in the room. He's like, you know, Dave, how many, how many Nix rejections did you have? And he's like, so far this year, 74. And he's like, okay, so you had to report all those and you did. He's like, yeah. He's like, how many of them have the cops followed up on? It's a federal fence. Like, mm-hmm. like you have boom. Like, I think it's like a two hundred fifty to five hundred thousand dollar fine. Boom, and then, uh, you know, you, you're looking at jail time. Damn. And they and and so the laws on the books don't get enforced. Right. And people and people want to say more and more and more. Mm-hmm. So, it's just it's crazy. And my my response to that stuff is it's like okay, cool. Red flag laws, you think this is going to be like the end of mass shootings. Great. This is it. This is the law. Okay. Well, look at, let's look at all these high-profile mass shootings because they're not the only ones. Mm-hmm. New York City averages four mass shootings a week. No one wants to talk about it because yeah. they all happen in, in black nightclubs and black uh, you know, neighborhoods. It's, it is very selectively reported when a mass shooting happens. Oh, yeah. And, and, and if they find out that a shooter is of a certain demographic they drop the story like yeah. a paper bag full of wet squirrels 100 um but uh uh so you know it's like okay so this is the law that's going to end mass shootings there's twenty thousand laws on the books federally which ones do you want to get rid of mm. they obviously didn't work they obviously didn't do anything which ones do you want to get rid of mm. in exchange for this one that's actually going to do what you need it to do <laughs> and they'll never say yeah you know, like there'll just be smoke coming out of their ears because it, it's it's whatever. Um, yeah, it's it's hard to reason with people logically like that because they just, like you said, they're they're kind of bought into their opinion and yeah. getting someone to what? How did you put it? Uh, 
someone who's already sold uh well, yeah, you can't, you can't com- yeah you can't convince somebody that they've yeah. already been sold that the worst thing in the world is for somebody to admit that they've been suckered yeah and especially like you know you think about people who you know say they go vegan right. and then they have to deal with like health problems that they didn't have before <laughs> it's like all right so how how many of your teeth do you need to get pulled and and like how much like a, an AIDS patient do you need to look like and oh and God. and like you've lost your inability to pick up your child. <laughs> I mean, but it's like you, you, like yeah. you see what I'm talking about, or like yeah. you know, imagine if everybody saw what Bernie Madoff was doing with their money, and they're like, oh no no, good dude, great guy, he'll <laughs> yeah. turn around, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> I'm just gonna let this sit. No, it's like the first sign of of an issue like get rid of it you know maybe this wasn't the answer that i needed um so yeah so it's uh oh yeah human nature man it's very weird um Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know like it is interesting like what like gun or excuse me laws aren't preventing mass shootings what what that causes weird? these people? Why, why can't why can't we just outlaw murdering a child in the face? <laughs> yeah, really. Oh, oh, wait, that's really yeah. No, it's I mean, and again, you and I are the same age, so you you and I both remember yeah, that Columbine. like, well, not just Columbine, but mm. like all the child suicide awareness campaigns mm. that happened between like ninety seven mm-hmm. and you and even in the eighties. Like, you remember? Uh, have you ever seen the movie Train Spotting? Yeah. So you know that like choose life, choose the compact disc, the holiday, da, 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 da. Yeah. that choose life. That was a like, don't, that was an anti-suicide campaign. Right. They, they also wrote into uh, the movie Heathers. Oh yeah. Before, before that. And when you watch the jitterbug video of like wham, you know, George Michael. And I think the guy's name is Andrew from mm-hmm. wham. They were wearing in that, the video for, you know, jitterbug, they're wearing says choose life in big, bold letters. <laughs> so everyone wants to like drop that, you know, fatherless rates, you know, the disassociation mm. of parents with their kids, um, letting TV, then the internet raise their kids. These all have like catastrophic effects on, on children's mental ability to go through natural mental development phases and then all of a sudden you have somebody who's like completely disillusioned and intimidated by life. Yeah. I, I, I've known two kids that have killed themselves mm-hmm. that I saw it coming and I try to talk them out of, out of the, 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 the whole of just dismal. What's the point shit mm-hmm. didn't work. Don't feel bad about it. Wasn't, wasn't my place to, to do anything more than I'd done. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, uh, nobody wants to, to admit that the mass shooting stuff is a symptom of the mental health crisis yeah. in America. You know, you, you like you look at the kid from Highland Park and it's like that kid never had a, 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 a male figure around him to show him how to stand up straight. Mm. You know, he never had a guy in his life to tell him the importance of like bring a certain energy into a room right you know how to interview for a job mm-hmm. that you know talk being <laughs> talking with people interfacing with people is something you got to do yeah you know the same the same way that like when you're a kid and you're in your like 
real adolescence, maybe a toddler, you figure out not to touch a hot fucking pan. <laughs> so you got to figure out the same thing when it comes to talking to people as you're, you know, moving out of adolescence into your, you know, formative teenage years. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, it's crazy. Cause you and I were like the last generation to see what the interface of screens and, and social media and internet, I don't know about you, but like for me, I'm, I was like the last one of all my friends to even get a, a flip phone yeah. or, a, or a cell phone. I was in college when I got my first cell phone. Freshman year. Yep. Keep, Stay in, stay in contact. Your parents yeah. got it for you. Stay in contact with no, me. I, I got it. I got it for myself because it's like you're in college. A girl wants to text you. You got to have a phone. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Yeah. And, and texting back then. It's wild how far it's all come. I hate touchscreens, dude. I fucking hate them. I loved, I loved the, I st- I loved the slider droid phones. With oh just, like, yeah, keyboard on them. Totally <laughs> done. Yeah. You know, I had the Are one that still... was like you could flip up or to the side, and you had uh, uh, I can't remember what it was called, but yeah, you had the whole keyboard. Was that one of the Sony phones? It may have been. It may have right. Been. Yeah. I can't even remember now. Yeah, so it's like you know, and I and I talked I talked about this at one of the the city council meetings that I went to, cause there's a bunch of kids in the room. Mm. It's like, you guys got to understand like that being an activist and all it's, it's not supplemental and it's not a replacement for developing your own character and personality. Yeah. You can't just decide that you're going to be this thing, you know, yeah. which, which, you know, I decided traits that I was going to embody mm. and my experiences have like shaped, changed some of them, but strengthened other ones through the years you know Mm. and 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 you know that that's like my favorite thing to tell people is like in like just the gun debate or whatever it's like what does it say to you that every argument you're giving me i've said it i've Mm. thought it i felt it i wanted to carry a spear for it you know did you were you super pro-gun and did you understand that like america's first gun control was enacted just like months after the signing of the 13th amendment <laughs> and why and everything else has just been building off of that and building off of that like hmm. did did you come to where you're at because you you, you thought the way that i do no. and then until you knew better you know yeah. or because right now you're just recycling you know weapons of war on the streets da, 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 da. it's like yeah. motherfucker a rock is a weapon of war if you try hard <laughs> enough talk to you know talk, talk to palestinians yeah, for real. Which, which ironically enough, like, you know, libtards, they want to support Palestine. They want to throw money to Ukraine so that they can buy 30 caliber rounds for their full auto AKs. It, you know, it, it makes no sense, man. It's just, I, I, I just search out people who are rational, who, who are able to listen to people they disagree with, you right. know, like, there's a right. handful of people like that here, uh, yeah. but it is the exception. It is not the rule. And it's, it's not, it's very scary. It makes you think yeah. that like things are going to get much worse before they get better. I, right. I, I like, I, I'm reading this book. Um, it's called the fourth turning and it's like a, a generational theory of why empires collapse. And, uh, and it's, 
we're just in this time period where nothing you can do can prevent this this coming moment exactly and it's like so don't be afraid just prepare and find your people and get through it because it always restarts it always gets now better I again huh i got some questions for you okay so so with that understanding well, well uh, so, so i'll say this first it, uh, for, for our point it's more it's it's way scarier because the technology angle of it mm-hmm. when you look at like what trump rolled in with all those covid19 relief bills and the building of smart cities mm-hmm. so anyone who doesn't know about that uh look into like what whitney webb has uncovered about a lot of it um basically the same way that a china or just authoritarian government has like heaps of street cameras that have your facial recognition, you know, integrated into it. They've got robots on the, on the streets that are monitoring, you know, your device, mm-hmm. like your, your device is always pinging. So like, you know, Davey, D- David McGruber, uh, you know, is walking, you know, southbound on this block at this time. Mm-hmm. They got tabs on everybody. They know your vaccine status. They know your bank account. They know they got access pipeline to your social media activity. Like who else you're hanging out with, you know, totally. you name it. So, so Trump rolled in all that stuff and mm-hmm. Google is the one who's, you know, we're on a Google call right now. So like, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, <clears throat> that technology is here. Mm-hmm. They didn't have that like back during the French revolution. Yeah. They didn't have that, you know, even, uh, you know, less than was 70, 80 years ago uh, mm-hmm. with the, uh, the battle for Athens. Um, so if people don't know, like there's an actual like violent uprising when a bunch of Dixiecrats were trying to prevent some black people and, and Republicans from voting. And so a bunch of uh, fresh off the boat from uh, kicking the shit out of Germans and Japs, uh, World War II vets, they went to their local armory and they grabbed full auto Browning machine guns, Tommy guns. They had their 1911s and lever guns, pump guns, whatever. And they went and they shot the shit out of the sheriff. Nobody knows who was there. You know, now it's like the way that people are groomed about it. You got special operators who are like Facebook living, you know, room entries and shit when they're going to snatch up targets and stuff it's crazy like yeah. you know um the tech so... angle is very freaky and then you add in the fact that they're going to launch a central bank digital currency to replace the physical dollar and they can right. turn your ability to buy goods and services off with a yeah. switch and, and 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 that stuff that's another thing i wanted to talk about because because you touched on that before um with with a different uh guest so my buddy mike who i'm mentioning for the third time sons of liberty gunworks san antonio <laughs> texas um <laughs> nice 1776 motherfucker um so he has had his paypal account his mom's paypal account killed yep, yep. um like all sorts of different accounts are just like dead because the majority of his transactions are for uh firearms mm. and it's like with his personal paypal account or his mom's paypal account or his ex-wife's paypal account that stuff getting killed like that just gets right yep. back to 
you know, the British crown being like, oh, you're in league with such and such. Yeah. 100%. We must, we're going to, we're going to vet these charges. All um, of them, all like the, the swipe companies, like, uh, mm-hmm. like, what is it? Strip or stripe or something like that. Uh, I, I don't keep up on any of that. Yeah. Stuff, the last, all the of last, them though. They're... The last digital currency thing that I'm, that I was up on is Venmo. Mm-hmm. That's as recent as I am. I just, I know I, I've forgotten more of them than I know <laughs> I actually work right now. Um, all right. So, so, so the technology aspect of it and the surveillance aspect is super scary because yeah. it's like, you're talking about being a cyclical thing. Well, how the fuck do we get out of it? So that, that's not, that's not an actual question. My question is you're about to be a dad, right? Mm. And I am a dad. I'm going I'm a new dad. Like mm. my kid's nine months old right now and I'm, we're looking to have more kids. Mm-hmm. So, so my, my two questions for you is like, why are you still living in a city? <laughs> and especially, you know, like, as I put it, like the authoritarian gun control police state of, of New York. Yeah. Former, former free New York. Uh, and so, so why are you still living in a city and why having kids? I am working on it, to be honest. My wife is an actor such as you were and feels i still am you're never gonna stop being (laughs) i think you can just tell by i'm an attention whore (laughs) and at least you have thoughts in your head that's that's good yeah a lot of the actors i meet are are empty shells looking for for input (laughs) dude you know what though that makes you a better actor because i like when i'm like thoughtless and and like truly relaxed those are my best performances. Yeah, no, totally. I actually but, have to go act in something fairly shortly, so we should wrap up soon. But let's... yeah, I got to take my kid to his uh, swim lesson too. Oh, um, nice. So, so, so why have so, so so why a kid? Why still in the city? I personally, I would like to get out of the city for sure. I can. I only see the situation getting more scary like even even in the past few years i live in ridgewood right now and like a polish family neighborhood so it's very quiet but i've noticed like younger and younger people moving here and i'm noticing more screaming fights in the street more uh cops zipping around with sirens like you can feel the tension ratcheting up palpable it really is. It's freaky. Yeah. yeah. So I think eventually we're gonna we're gonna duck out. But um, for yeah, where? What's, uh, what's like the top three? You know, I don't know. That's the problem. I I I visited Austin for the first time uh, this year. Thought it was pretty cool. I like the surrounding area. I wouldn't be against. It that. Sucks. <laughs> That's what people Fucking say. Sucks. Dude. I live in Austin. It sucks. And here's the thing for me, like Austin city proper. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm 12 minutes from the Capitol. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Am I close enough? It's not, it's, and it's not, it's not nowhere. Here's a real city. Right. Right. It's just like, ugh. anyway, <laughs> there's no real restaurants. The best, the best food comes off of food trucks, which like, thanks. You're sweating your ass off and fighting bugs for your meal. <laughs> And, and you don't have any service like, you know, you can't get a refill on something. It's like, you know, you're, you're mowing down your, your barbecue burrito from rolling smoke, which is like the best barbecue in Texas. 
uh, check them out next time you're in town. Nice. And it's like, it's like shit. I'm like covered in shit. And I already killed my can of soda. Like I got to get up and get another one. Like, <laughs> um, the air quality here is terrible. I, I caught, I, I was up North, um, in May mm. came back, got, uh, I had COVID like the day that, that I came like the next day. Mm. I didn't know what it was. I thought I was just reacclimating to like the bullshit air quality down here. It's that <laughs> bad. And I, I, I went to work every day. I went to University of Texas at, at 4.30 in the morning and was attempting to run an eight, the stairs of an eight-level parking structure with weights on me. I'm like, I'm like, fuck it, dude. Just like force it. Just tell your body what to do. You, you, you were used to this bullshit air before you left a couple weeks ago, you're going to get used to it again. And then, like, by day five, um, I, I, I thought that the pain in my back mm. was from, like, I pulled something or whatever. So I stayed home from work. And eventually, I'm like, you know what? I got these at-home tests mm. popped for COVID. And I'm like, motherfucker, they finally got me. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, yeah. I don't... For me, oh, go ahead. Go for, ahead. For me, for me, the having a kid thing is you know, who better to inherit the earth? Yeah. You know, like, again, like it's not a mistake that you've got the brain between your ears that you have. You got this nice symmetrical face. You got <laughs> so much hair on your head, dude, I need to borrow some of that shit. <laughs> like I, my God, that you, that, you, that. you sacrifice your hair for that, uh, that quality jizz because, uh, apparently, right. uh, That's high awesome. T high yeah. T people lose their hair. So, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I gotta, there, I gotta work on my tea, bro. <laughs> there's a thing in uh, in Italy, uh, chicks they seek out bald, bald guys. guys. <laughs> they fuck all night. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you wanna end on that? <laughs> <laughs> I can't promise all night, but I'll do my darn best. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That's hilarious. Um. um yeah, man. As far as where to live, I don't know. Uh, New Hampshire is kind of interesting just because that free state it project is. thing. It is. Um, yeah. But I'm not sold on any location, really. Mm -hmm. My heart goes back to upstate New York because it's where I'm from. And Dude, I, I love it out there. I really yeah. do. Like, you know, again, I'm from Connecticut. I dated a girl from Saugerties mm -hmm. once upon a time. She was uh, she was babysat by Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> Yeah, he was her next door neighbor. That's wild. Um, but you're right about the laws, though. Like actual New York State laws are gnarly, I'm, and the taxes, every, and I just dude, feel like I'm getting made poorer by the year. By the well, state. It, it's it's not just that, but like anytime I visit the East Coast, I'm a felon because of this. That's wild. You know, because because I, I I always I, I got a Connecticut concealed carry license, right? But I don't I don't. I don't own any 10 round magazines. Mm -hmm. So even if I promise like the cops or whatever, like, yeah, I'm only going to put 10 in here. <laughs> I, I know that I only it. have 10, 10 chances to vote in a fight for my life that I didn't start. <laughs> sir. Thank you. You know, <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, it's like, just cause of that, this, this fucking thing right here, I'm a felon. Like yeah. it's, it makes no sense, man. Well, we we did we did get a big win in the Supreme Court recently. Um, the, the that same that same ruling that says that like states like New York can't 
you know, have you vet or qualify? Does your life require, is it good enough for you to, to, to try and defend it um, from that maniac with a box opener? Um, That same law, it actually settled the case that this guy had where he was like making or buying and selling full auto guns and parts. No, it's parts. Mm. Basically, I think this guy was like selling a kit that like when you get it and then when you assemble it and then when you put it in, you know, Mm. like like one workaround, like, um, you know, we got uh, 30 round magazines, like (laughs) capacity magazines. Right. So this is the, the bottom plate. You can slide that off. This up here is called a follower. That's what pushes the rounds into the weapon. And then of course there's a spring. So it's like, this is a parts kit. You take it apart. So for places like Washington that banned these as they're together, it's like, yeah, it's a parts kit. That's funny. Like, that happens ever. That happened in um, Virginia or West Virginia when their magazine ban went through or whatever. Mm. You know? Um, it's a problem because, like, any, any law. I don't care if you care about guns or not. Like, any law. Like, we'll get back to, like, the speech laws. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm a cop. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. You know, enforce somebody making a post against this Republican president. You know, well, fucking five, ten years when you're fired for a bunch of arbitrary shit, or you get run <laughs> out of your job, and then they're gonna, then they're gonna hire people who are, you know, more of a yes man than you, and they care more about their own pension than they do about, you know a regular civilian's ability to live in peace and say mm-hmm. what the fuck they want about whatever president, no matter what party they belong to. Right. Yeah, and that's how it happens. They're doing that with the military and everything else. Anyways, yep. you, you got to go. What, um, I know you probably can't talk about what you're acting in because you don't want to give anything away. No, no. It's uh, my, my, I host a video show with my friend Whitley and uh, we're, we're both making videos this, uh, this week. So I'm going to act in hers uh i'm playing a i think an uninterested boyfriend of some sort uh i don't i don't quite know i haven't been given any lines so i assume it's i think it's a music video so it'll just mostly be uh, make it so that he's on a vegan diet so he's just like <laughs> i'm too fat play, I, I have to lose weight <laughs> yeah you know? i'll just cover my face in sores and uh we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll go from there well, dude, yeah. this was uh, this was super fun. We'll have to do this again. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'd yeah. love to talk more. You're very knowledgeable. I'd love to talk more. Uh, uh, just general news stories would be interesting. I think just to go over stuff together. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm one of those people. Like you know, you hear um, Doug Stanhope talking about like he spent so many years just absorbing like how fucked everything is and who's planning it and all this other stuff and like all, all the wheels that are in motion. He just got to a point where he's like, I, I'm just, I'm only going to be drinking and smoking myself to death. Okay. <laughs> I'm not there yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You gotta, I'm kind you of gotta... scared that I'll never get there where I just don't <laughs> want, want to know about everything, but I did, I, you know, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's a good, it's good to be there because at least you're uh, prepared, as they say. Yeah. Um, awesome. 
Well, this was uh, this was very fun. This is Kyle Page. I'm excited to uh, to buy some of your coffee when uh, when that launches. When are you thinking yeah. that'll be? So we're we're piecing it together, right? Like I've got uh, full runs of like all my t-shirts and coffee mugs done. Now I got to like pay all that shit off. Mm. Uh, so then the next phase is going to be going to print with stickers and patches. Why stickers and patches? It's part of my demographic, right? So, um, and then after that, um, you know, coffee bags themselves, uh, shipping materials. So like we're, we're piecing it out. I'm actually taking a, a job soon. Where I'm going to be working on the weekends where I'm really going to be able to dump all the money from that income stream, right. To getting the company launched. Um, but, uh, I mean, hopefully like before Christmas, nice. It's just, er- everything's ready to go. Everything's ready to go. Um, well, that's cool. I, yeah, it's just that the, the increase in, in getting things done and, and slow slow up of getting things manufactured or made is has made it a little bit uh, you know tumultuous. Yeah, for sure, I can imagine. Yeah, all but right, I'm stoked, you know, all right, yeah. cool, very very cool, man. We'll do this again for sure. I hope so. You're listening to Extremely Live. We're an ad-free, user-supported, pirate live stream. If you're getting value out of the stream, here are some ways to send us value in return. Text our URL to a friend. Follow us on Twitter at Extremely Live. And donate at extremely.live donate. All donations $10 and above will receive an on-air producer credit and have their emailed note read live. Help us keep this thing going.